This is Parent Q Live, brought to you by the team at Parent Q. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Parent Q Live. Carlos Enrique with the Guzman Archibald coming to you with my co-host, Kristen Ivy. Kristen, hey, friend. <laughs> hey, it's great to be here with you today. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about today. We we um we we get to immerse ourselves in a little bit of culture, a little bit, a little bit where it's going to be a little bit more culturally raw, maybe taking some of our parents into a space uh, in our conversation culturally that maybe they're not accustomed to yet. Um, we're going to be feeling a little bit and leaning a little bit into some hip hop culture, which honestly, Kristen, I think you are the expert and we should just interview you. Yeah. I mean, I am pretty hip hop. You are pretty hip hop. I actually wish everyone could have seen your face as you said that. Um, it, it, absolutely incredible. No, but uh, but yeah, we we are gonna we are gonna talk about that. I mean, obviously, hip hop. This is what's actually cool. Hip hop culture has replaced rock and roll culture uh, in the United States. You know, like suburban America. It's it's hip hop now. It used to be rock and roll. Now it's hip hop. Wait. So okay, explain that a little bit more. Like if I'm yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. So you're saying no matter where you live, you live in the country, you live in yeah. suburbia, you live wherever you are, there's a little bit of an element of hip hop that's kind of permeated our yes. world. It, it, it actually, you know, uh, I did a little bit of research on this. I mean, look at me, I'm, I'm a researcher now. And it, it, it has shown, you can even look at award shows and award shows now are actually removing best rock album from the award show because nobody's making them anymore. Everyone is making pop or hip hop. So it is definitely permeated into the culture. It's, it's permeated even into language that, uh, that our kids are using language that the teens, the teens, that, that was the most, that was <laughs> the most, too. Dad, too. <laughs> that was the most dad, non hip. I've just lost all sorts of street cred. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So the teenagers are, um, are, are using hip hop slang. And um, yeah, so it, it's just cool. It, I mean, you know how how it is slowly but surely, you know, infiltrating our society. I mean, even even as you, I mean, w would you say that even in, in your suburban life, Kristen, that that you're seeing hip hop infused in there? Yeah, I mean, does it count if I'm wondering if Kiki loves me? Yes, it does count, and Kiki does love you, and so you know <laughs> we're we're uh, we're all appreciative that you that that you know that. But Kristen, since um, apparently you're really, really well-versed in, in, in what the teenagers are doing in, in what the teenagers are doing. Oh no, the teens, Oh, the teens. in, in, in what the teens are doing all the, and you're so well-versed in what the youth, the youth are doing that, uh, I, I thought we could give you a little test. What do you think? Oh no, these don't go well. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, listen, we, uh, we've done this before and I'm super excited uh, to do this again, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you guys here live on Parent Q Live is again, once again, what we like to call Teen Speak with Kristen Ivy. It's Teen Speak. Teen Speak. So, Kristen, <laughs> this is yes. what we're gonna do. We're, we're I, I'm getting ready here on my end, and I've got some some slang that the teens are using. And what we're going to do here is I'm going to give you the word. Then I'm going to read three definitions. Kristen Ivy, what you have to do is simply guess the correct 
definition. Do you think you can pull this off? Ooh, <laughs> if I had to make a prediction, uh, let's hope for 50%. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? No. Okay. Well, first of all, we only, we only have three of them. So you're going to have to do your math because we're not going to have okay. to do anything. So. All right. Here we go. Okay. The first one is yeet. Y-E-E-T. Yeet. Here we go. Is yeet mayday for an adult is nearby? Yeet. Is yeet a way to express excitement over something? Yeet. Or is yeet slang for the public toilet? Yo, I got to use the yeet. <laughs> what do you think? I am going to go with expression of excitement. You are correct, Kristen yes. Ivy. You got it. Oh, man. Yeet, yeet, yeet is I am so yeet. You are so yeet. <laughs> You're so yeet. So Hela, is that the way we would say yeet? That is, that's correct. Okay, my my teenage daughter who's in the room with me uh, is is letting me know that's correct. So ding, ding, ding. Great for you. Next on Teen Speak, Huggle. H U G G L E. Huggle. Ready? Is Huggle calling someone unattractive? So, oh man, they still huggle. Is huggle another word for a snitch? Man, she a huggle. <laughs> or is huggle a mixture of to hug and snuggle? Oh, see, huggle. that's what I immediately thought. See, hug and, sure. hug and snuggle. So are, are you going with the gut or are you going with your, your brain? <laughs> so we're, we're making a distinction there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will... I'm going to go with my gut. It was C. It has yeah, to be C. And Chris and Ivy, you are once again correct. Ding, yes. ding, ding. You yes. are so hip to, to the teen speak. Today oh my is my God. day. I am <laughs> yeet about you are knowing how to huggle. Yes, you're so good. <laughs> But but can can we can we though please appreciate some of the definitions that I did make up you know like <laughs> calling someone unattractive she's so huggle um, I, I, I just, uh, okay cool and last but not least here on uh, on a Parent Q live show where we're talking about hip hop culture and what what's happening these days the last word is going to be it's quite simple dime dime so is dime a small amount of an illegal substance it could be any is dime a very attractive person or is dime an expensive piece of jewelry mm, you're thinking hard yeah I, mean, I, could, I, could, I, I can tell that you want to hit 100% I can tell you're feeling I do and I but I almost I almost feel bad that I'm going to maybe get this one right <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wait, going, why would you feel bad? No, no. You're I'm growing. going with A. Which is? <laughs> Which is a small amount of an illegal substance. Ladies and gentlemen, today on Parent Q Live, Chris and Ivy did not get 100%. Oh. Oh. So oh. Close. So close. No, so. Uh, now, now, we have heard of dime bags in, you know, sure. in movies and pop culture. Sure. And stuff. That, that is not what the teens, the teens, the youth. The are using the youth, dime. 
the youth yeah. don't use that? They're, they're saying when, when somebody, man, she's so dime. She's a dime. She's a dime. You know what a dime? How many pennies it makes up a dime? Ten. She's, she's a ten. She's oh, a ten. Oh, so okay. He's All a right. ten. So when somebody okay. calls someone else a dime, then that means they're very attractive. So can a, so a guy can be a dime. Too. A guy can be a dime. Too. Okay, a so can be a dime. Yep. He's such a dime. I want to huggle. She's he. So basically, you would you would go, yeet. He's so dumb. <laughs> I want to huggle. Is. Oh there man. Is. And uh, and I would simply say that. The, the cue that we want to give you guys today is to use these words at some point in a conversation with somebody. With someone who's a, one of the teens. One of the teens. One of, one of the youths. <laughs> if, if we can get any of the youths, that's great. Um, well, Kristen, again, thanks for letting me uh, pick on you for a little bit. Um, that is always fun. Uh, do, do, you feel, do, you, do you feel accomplished, though? I do. I feel excited to go out and try to use some of these words and see uh, – what the reactions are going to be. Yeah. I, you know? I think, I think next time, next time I need to make up some words and have you decipher <laughs> which words are actually being used and which ones aren't. Oh no, that sounds painful. Yeah, yeah, that does sound painful. Oh man. That's fun. That's fun. That's fun. So um, who do we got on, on the docket today? Today we get to have a conversation with Joseph Sojourner, also known as Sojo. Sojo. As we're talking about this idea of hip hop culture and how hip hop has become much bigger part of our world and why as parents, we need to start kind of paying attention to the hip hop culture that may be around our kids, what they're hearing, what they're listening to, what their friends are, you know, surrounded by and what all that looks like. So um, Sojo is going to be a phenomenal guest for that. He actually has a history. He was a rapper. He was. And now he works with the teens. He works with the teens <laughs> and he was a rapper. And, and you know, I actually, I, I had a great conversation with Sojo. Um, and so Joseph Sojourner is his full name. Um, if, you're, if you're feeling like you need that. But it was a great conversation and really opened my eyes to some of the important issues around hip hop culture in our kids today. Hopefully you guys enjoy the conversation. Let's just go ahead and talk about something. This may be the first 30 minute conversation we've ever had face to face without anything else involved or green rooms or no whatever. interruptions. No interruptions. It's just so, I want to talk about way more than what we're going to talk about. Let's but, go. Um, what we are going to talk about is let's call it hip hop culture. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, if you're listening to the podcast in your minivan and you're driving down the road and you just heard hip hop culture, <laughs> I do not want you to turn the podcast off. I actually want you to turn it up because hip hop culture has actually infiltrated every aspect and fabric of our society. Number one genre in the world. Number one genre in the world. Whether you be, you know, you, you private school, super white, um, you know, Silicon Valley, California. To the inner cities of whatever cities you're talking about, it has now, it's the number one genre. Why? Mm. 
I mean, I would say this for those who are kind of wondering, like where 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 its origins come from. Obviously, you you know that it comes from the people who were oppressed, who uh, said that we need to have a voice because we don't feel like we have one. We've been ignored for too long. The beauty uh, of hip hop and why it's able to uh, uh, kind of uh, adjust to whatever place it goes is it was built off of sampling and so if you don't know what sampling is essentially it's the music that's on the radio they grab it we splice it up and then we can build our own music off of music that already exists so there's no rules to it that automatically limits the rules you might take jazz you might take a little bit of pop you might take a little bit of blues throw it all together into like a beef stew and then rap on top of it. it's a words words based genre yeah and so I, I think that as time has gone on you've seen its sound continue to morph yeah you see its sound continue to change and just pull in brand new audiences and as the world gets wider and more diverse, the sound of hip hop gets wider and more diverse. And so I think the sound is the reason why it's pulled uh, so many people in. And then I think we live in this generation that loves justice. Yep. And they're like, we just feel like uh, justice is the right way to go. They've been trained by MTV, I guess, so to say, MTV generation. And so hip hop is the sound of justice. I yeah. mean, there's something about it that's the rebel's cry that says, hey, listen, uh, when people are done wrong, they deserve, their story deserves to be told. Yeah. And that's what I think people think of when they think hip hop. And I think there's a negative connotation to hip hop, but I'm excited we get to talk about it today because that's rap music. Sure. But there is hip hop culture. Absolutely. And we got to say there's a difference between rap music, yeah. rhythm and poetry, rap, okay, yes. and then, and then hip hop hip-hop, which is the culture that rap lives within. And so I think that's exciting to be able to kind of point the difference. You know, as we're pointing the difference in this conversation, um, who's listening to this podcast are parents. So um, tell me this, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, why should a parent who maybe could care less about hip-hop culture or rap music at all um, need to step into maybe a little bit more understanding of it? I think that Anything someone loves to dismiss it only ruins in only only jeopardizes your influence with that person. Yeah. And so if your son or someone you know really loves hip hop and you just dismiss it as something that you you want no interest in even learning about, I think it immediately just jeopardizes your influence with that person. And so I would tell that mom, hey, this isn't going anywhere. It's only growing in its influence yeah. on culture as well as probably your community. And so the best thing you can do is at least take the time to get to know it so you can understand what is it about this genre that's yeah. seeming to attract so many people and, and, and creating new fans and supporters. Yeah. Why is um, is hip hop culture so magnetic to? I mean, let's just I'll just call an ace and ace and a spade a spade here. Mm-hmm. Um, as 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 two non whites sharing this this what 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 do we even call this? Just this platform. Come on, parent Q. Okay, yep. um, having this conversation together. Yet I'm assuming this is just an assumption that most of the listeners to this podcast are white. Um. Why is it growing in the white culture? Why mm-hmm. in, in the in the upper middle class white culture? What is it about hip hop music for the kids that is so attractive to them as opposed to, you know, where it basically started from? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say rock music was the the past generations like yeah. that was the young people's music. Uh and, and I would say mature audiences music as well. I think you felt the music and you felt those lyrics. I think hip hop you feel also it's bigger, yeah. but also uh, it's got more words on it. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's a lyric driven uh, uh, genre. And so if you really begin to appreciate the stories that are told, it, you can't get it anywhere else. And so I think as people begin to learn how to listen to it, because I think the first thing you do when you hear hip hop is, is what my mom used to say. I can't understand anything that they're saying. That's the first <laughs> thing she would say. But I think when I began to play the right records that were more slowed down and my mom began to understand how to follow those verses, my mom began to say, oh, these are really oh, yeah. great stories that are in these songs. Yeah. And the minute people begin to, that, that they begin to really appreciate uh, the wordsmith art that happens in hip hop. It, yeah. it truly can't be replaced by any other genre. It's 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 it is absolutely amazing. Um, the conversations that are being had, the justice conversations that are yeah. that that hip hop and rap music is bringing uh, today. Just today, I had a friend of mine send me a screenshot of his daughter's Snapchat, and he has a fourteen-year-old daughter, and he said, Carlos. What does she mean? And on her Snapchat, <laughs> she she's this is a white suburban middle class family. Come on. On her Snapchat, it said Meek is free, is Come is on. what her Snapchat Meek. said. And so so <laughs> he goes, Who is Meek? And what does his freedom have to do with my daughter? And so I called him back and we had the best conversation. I was like, Oh, and so I got to jump into, well, he he's a, he's a rapper mm-hmm. and he was incarcerated and there's there's all this drama about his incarceration and people are excited today because he's he's free and there's been this whole thing about getting him out of jail because he they thought he was wrongly convicted and mm-hmm. and so suddenly he realized that his rap loving daughter was actually more involved in a justice issue than he even had a clue about. Mm-hmm. Talk to us incre- about that. How it. Leans into Look, I'm with you. Isn't it incredible that we're looking at a generation that's so connected that they can share empathy without even being in the same space? Yeah. And that's the beauty of those cell phones. I mean, they're they're watching these stories, following these stories, and when someone is freed or when someone is in in jail, or, or, or put in prison, they literally can feel, oh no, that and that's in, that's unjust. Yeah. And I think that that's just what make their makes makes their generation just rare. I mean, they're they're in these movements, they're starting these movements, and they're fighting for people that they've never even met before. Yeah. Because of how cell phones have made them so connected, and yes, I mean Meek Meek Mill definitely was a move, and a lot of people felt like what happened to him was not fair. Yeah, and so yeah, it it, it just was. Um, I, I want to share that story because that's what's happening. A, a lot yeah. of a lot of parents, even who grew up in say my generation, so I'm in my early 40s, yep. and we grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. and so you know hip hop music to us back then looks completely different even oh, than yeah. it does today. Oh yeah. You know, it's the conversations are different mm-hmm. than that, that are um, being spoken about in those kind They're very political. Yep. Um, talk to the parents, talk to parents about um, talk to parents who may be very uncomfortable with, with, with rap and with, they don't, they, it's, they just don't get mm-hmm. it. It's, it's super uncomfortable, but their kids are really into it. I mean, I would say first off, that's 100% understandable. Uh, there is, I won't. I won't sit here and say that all hip hop or all rap music is good rap music. Sure. Um, I won't even sit here and say that every student should listen to every artist because reality is they're at a place in in their life where they probably can't really decipher what's entertainment and what honestly is truth. And so I do think it, it, it the requires phase that the, the students the are phase in right that now, they're yeah. in. Literally. So if you have if you have a middle school kid, you should one hundred percent use a little bit of guidance as to how far yeah. that kid can go when it comes to hip hop. But there's always, since the beginning of hip hop, been positive artists who yeah. said, "I want to, I want to say something worth worth saying. I want to have substance. I want to make sure that I am creating awareness to an issue that needs to have awareness created for it." Uh-huh. So I do think there's the positive nature of that uh, for the parent who might be on the fringe and being like, "I'm just uncomfortable with it." Uh, I understand because there is a lot about hip hop that is rebellious in its nature and its language. 
Yeah. And so, yes, odds are they're probably uncomfortable with how it's being said. Yeah. And I would say give it a shot. Uh, since you're an adult, take a listen to it. And, yes, that person has never walked in your shoes and maybe they've never been taught the disciplines you've been taught when it comes to language. But take a moment and just try to listen to the story. Wow. And I think when you're able to do that, you understand why Kendrick Lamar can win a Pulitzer Prize. Because yeah. you might be wondering, how in the world could they give him a Pulitzer? Well, they gave him a Pulitzer because when they began to actually listen to the story, they realized there's beautiful art right below the surface. Wow. When I was growing up, I, I was I was into rap. And for me, um, it was... It was NWA, oh, and yeah. so it was. You know, it's so funny when when Straight Outta Compton came out as a movie a couple years back. Um, my kids, uh, they knew that I loved NWA, and they were like, "Hey, Dad, are you going to take us to see the movie?" And I was like, "Absolutely not!" Like, <laughs> because now as an adult, I'm thinking, I know why my parents were so freaked out. Because with my dad, actually, I remember coming home once, and he he was standing on the stairs, and he had my NWA tape, and he. He waited until I opened the door. Once I opened the door, he just slowly started pulling the tape out of the cassette. And he goes, no more. No mas casitos. You're not listening to this anymore. You know, he, he pulled it out and he pulled it out. Now, my dad didn't have parent cue back then. Mm. And so, you know, he didn't have a, a nice little cue. But there are going to be moments where a parent is going to 100% disagree with the message of the music, the lyrics of the music. Yeah. Um, how would you say, you know, you're not a parent, I don't think, are you? Nope. Okay, cool. Nope. So we can add all <laughs> the conversation if you Don't were. start a scandal on me now. <laughs> okay. But 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 talk to talk to a parent who who's like, you know what? Um, for instance, my, my, my friend who texted me the screen capture of his, snap, his daughter's Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And I told him about Meek Mill, but then I said, and I also said, but, I mean, his, I mean, his music, it's vulgar. It's vulgar. You know, and so you may need to have a conversation about mm -hmm. that, you know. How do you enter into those conversations? How would you say tell a parent of a high schooler? I mean, this is the world they're living in. Um, it's interesting. Generation Z is literally more focused on success than any other virtue that, that, that they might even be focused yeah. on. So, I mean, success is hip hop loves to promote success. Yeah. When you become successful, what fame, success, popularity looks like. And so it is gripping to a generation. And so I do think, uh, I always tell youth pastors, one of the best things to say to a student is who you're listening to. Yeah. And oftentimes you can tell a lot about how they may begin to think based on what, what they listen to every single day. And so I think the same with the parent. I mean, before you get angry, I think there's a there's a conversation that can be had. And That's so if, if they're listening to Wiz Khalifa, there's a great conversation that can be had right there because Wiz Khalifa believes in, in, in free love and he believes in, 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 in drugs usage. And even though you, we may not agree with it as parents, you might say, hey, no, that's that's not going to fit for you. Yeah. It is intriguing to know what is it about this young man that mm -hmm. you're connecting with? And what is it about a Kendrick Lamar? What is it about a Meek Mill? Because Meek yeah. Mill offers a different style, a different yeah. uh, a different kind of basis as to how he writes his verses. So I, I just think before we react and get upset, uh, attempt to really listen to that artist and find the good because there's something that that artist is saying that you're saying do you appreciate his raw honesty yeah do you appreciate the fact that he's willing to be so vulnerable and real is that why you like drake because he's so honest yeah. and he's willing to share his his mess ups as well as his successes i mean there's something you can find that's good before you tell them all right here's why i want you to say that right now this might not be the choice for you to continue to listen to that's so good no i love that um let's let's go into maybe your um, Let's your, go. Your 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 music, yep. your 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 personal heartbeat. I mean, you you're creating this music we're talking about. Yeah. So tell us your heartbeat 
behind kind of what you're creating right now. Okay, so here's here's this goes back to my point a little bit ago. There's great hip hop. There's always been great hip hop. There's there's artists like Lecrae, Minio that essentially said we've always acknowledged great hip hop. We're just gonna take what's great about hip hop and then add even more greatness to it. Yeah. And that's what I love about this genre uh, that's that's being birthed. I would say in this generation that they took. There's always been positive conscious rap, but they're adding conscious rap plus additional substance on top of it. And that's why these artists like Lecrae, Social Club, KB, Swoop, all these guys are beginning to explode on the scene because they're taking what was already good about rap and adding even more good on top. And so I, I grew up in an age where, yes, there was conscious rap, and then there was obviously the rap that was heavily pushed by the industry, uh, yeah. um, big corporate execs, so those were the more popular rappers. But if you did if you did your homework, if you really began to search out, you found what was good. It yeah. didn't just go with what was on the radio. And yeah. so, oh, but yeah, I think it's an exciting time of just being able, what, what going back to what you said earlier, what I think makes hip hop so attractive to everyone is that hip hop really welcomes everyone. Yeah. I mean, no matter how dysfunctional, no matter how beautiful, no matter how together, no matter how of a wreck, how much of a piece of wreck you are, mm. it truly says there's a space for you here and you're free to be yourself. And I think that's why everyone can feel at home in it, no matter if you're a business guy or if you're a druggie, yeah. to be honest with you. I mean, everyone feels like this is a place where we all can reside. Yeah. And I think that's why the conversation uh, is just so broad when it comes to parents and being able to have it. What, uh, what music did you grow up listening to? Ooh, I grew up so I was I'm 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 90s, so it, yeah. it was uh, the Jay Z. Oh yeah. Um, I was just after NWA wasn't allowed to listen to us. Okay, so I was sure. like Snoop. Okay. So yeah. I was coming in on the Snoop when Dre yeah. kind of broke free and started doing his own uh, thing. Uh, yep. Like I was right in that era of Snoop, Dre, uh, uh, then all of a sudden the South hit and I went through a whole era of my childhood with No Limit yeah. uh, and, and, yeah. and Cash Money yeah, and all those. And, and here's the thing. I mean, I remember there was, there was a point where I was listening to it so much it was beginning to affect me in a, in a deeper way than I think I gave credit for. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, these are verses. Yeah. I mean, these are verses no different than a Bible. Yep. And so if you begin to, 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 to digest those every single day, it can begin to change how, what you believe and how you believe. Yeah. And so I had to be, I had to learn that down the road. Thanks to some wonderful mentors who were able, uh, cause it is true. My mom couldn't tell me, I mean, sure. She broke my first Busta Rhymes TV. Yep. I was yeah. doing the dishes. <laughs> it was a great day. I was enjoying my Busta Rhymes and, uh, she, I did not know she was home. She was in her room. I turned around. She was standing at that door, and I will never forget that face. And I wow. just cannot move. She walked over to that thing, grabbed that CD, and just broke it. Popped it in half. And I said, "Not the Busta. Not the Busta. Not the Busta. I had just no. kind of got you know. Remember when you used to do like you mail the stamps and you got like ten oh, CDs? Yeah, I remember and so that. I had nine more backups, but <laughs> but that one was one of my favorites. And I said, "She didn't broke the Busta. Oh, no. And so yeah, but I grew up around the '90s, so yeah, that was it was that was me growing up all that era right there. Wow, love it. I'm nostalgic about it now. It, isn't like, it? It, it is coming so back. Tapes are back, bro. I, I mean, I. I no, <laughs> people. Yeah, tapes. It's crazy. Like, all the young people are like, "I want to get, I want to get your album on a tape," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> what? I said, "Well, I'll try and press it up on a tape." But. It's so good. <laughs> hey, look, I know it's in the middle of the interview, but we have something we're so excited about. If you're a parent and you're listening to this podcast, well, we have something exciting for you. Parent Q Live is coming to a city near you. This is a night where parents can learn and laugh together. This two-hour unique experience for parents only features engaging communicators like Kristen Ivey, Carlos Whitaker, John Acuff, Reggie Joyner, and so many more. 
You'll also receive practical resources and you'll also get to interact with a community to help you redefine how you parent this next year. Whether you realize it or not, what you do every week in a kid's life is making history and that's why we're coming to a city near you to help you be more connected, more present, more engaged, more aware, and more confident. For more information, go to tour.parentq.org. For, for parents that are listening, and um, you, you, you did kind of quickly list off some um, some positive, yeah. you know, artists who, who are actually have a, like I've got a workout um, um, playlist. I won't, I won't play it for you right now, but, mm-hmm. but it, it literally is entitled like positive workout. Yeah, I feel like it's like Caleb Radio, positive, you know, <laughs> but, but for me, what you said is so important because I, this was even for me. I mean, listen, like I'm 42 up until three years ago, I really did not put a filter on, on my hip hop that I was listening to. And I'll never forget my wife saying, no, this is affecting you. Like this is actually affecting you. And I realized that it was. And so what I did was I was like, okay, I need to find, but when I was growing up, like Christian rap was so cheesy. Like, is it really, you know? And so, and so it was a difficult season. It it was a difficult season. I mean, listen, I love you. T-Bone, I love you, you know, I, I love I love you guys, you know, oh, dynamic no. duo, like it was oh, good, yeah. you know, uh, God Quest, like all these, yeah. you know, pioneers Brits. of this, you yep. know, you, you guys had to take the wounds in order for it to get Absolutely. to where it is now, but now there is such good quality yep. hip hop out there. Oh yeah. Lay some of them out for us so that as a parent that's listening, if they've got a kid that's into hip hop, um, they can give them more options. I mean, if the kid is loving uh, lyrical, NF is really taking off a lot. In fact, NF is partnering with a guy named Logic, uh, who's kind of a conscious yes. rapper that's more secular. Yeah. So they're going on the road. So NF is a great, uh, literally just NF. Uh, Lecrae, I would say right now, is pretty much regarded as, as the as the most forward-thinking um, artist in, yeah. in Christian rap. Yep. Uh, then you've got KB. Uh, if you search Reach Records, you'll find a really, really rich roster yeah. of just really great artists. Uh, you got a guy named Gavi, uh, okay. who is a producer uh, of Latin descent and brings a lot of the, uh, I don't know if I can say it right, re- reggaeton, reggaeton. Oh, reggaeton. Re- there we go, reggaeton kind of feel and vibe to it. Um DJ promote if you just are looking for a good workout mix, he'll he'll release all these free oh, yeah. workout forty five minute mixes where you could just listen to and enjoy. So I mean, there's just all these artists that are now beginning to unleash all these different genres uh, that started in hip hop, but are now beginning to branch off and continue to kind of mold their sound to all these different spaces. So yeah. Well, and I mean, you've got you've got some tunes out yourself, and I've got some too. Yeah, no, look, I, I always forget to include I, myself I and all. That. Come on, I'm, I'm sitting in front of an artist. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Joseph Sojourner. I, I released my last album, literally, I think, a last top of last year. Am I flying or falling? It's on iTunes, Spotify, okay. and all that, and still releasing tracks uh, as we speak. Are I do you? a lot more speaking now, yeah. but a lot of times I go out and do speaking and hip hop still hip hop together. Show, so yeah, okay. So it's definitely something I'm still am passionate about. When, when you're when you're trying to find. Um, um, I don't know inspiration for your hip hop, mm-hmm. um, like like where what what are you looking to, you know like like where are, are you more or when you're writing are you writing more about spiritual matters about justice matters about 
life matters? I mean, that's that's a really great question because when we grew up on the kind of hip hop you're talking about, especially the Christian hip hop, yeah. because uh, it was more or less you felt like you had to justify yourself through what you were writing. Absolutely. And now I always tell people I am an artist who's a Christian. Yeah. I don't feel this burden to have to be a Christian artist. Um, there are going to be records that are definitely Christ-centered. Yeah. Uh, but there could be records that literally is about my day or my struggles or yeah. my humanity. Uh, but I don't feel like I have to make every single track to prove that I'm a Christian as much as just say, no, 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 you'll see, you'll feel, you'll know that I'm a Christian based on everything that I say. There's mm -hmm. nothing about it that makes you question uh, my Christianity. And so yeah. uh, I think that that's the beauty of kind of where hip hop has evolved to nowadays. So, yes, we can talk about justice. Um, and, and it's interesting that opens up a whole different convo because yeah. Lecrae talked about justice, lost a lot of support yeah. from a lot of people. Absolutely. Uh, because they felt like that he, he shouldn't talk about things like that. But uh Gosh. I honestly believe why not? I mean, yeah. we're living in an age where if it's if it's what's near and dear to your heart, you should be able to express yourself in your true honesty. So yeah. your true wow. self. No, that's so good. Um, we love to um, uh, to on this podcast. It's called Parent Q mm -hmm. because we like to give them a cue. OK, we like to give them a cue. Um, give us a cue. What, 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 what do you think a parent could take from this conversation who let, let's do a couple cues. We'll do on. one one cue for the parent of a student who is listening to 100% um, non-Christian, um, maybe not very positive rap music. Mm -hmm. um, give, give that parent a cue as to how they can enter into conversation with their student. I think uh, asking questions, listening, listening and asking questions. Because so a lot of these parents won't even listen. They won't even listen. They won't even listen to the to the message of the mm -hmm. music. And I know it may be difficult. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, I work with a lot of students, and they'll give me an artist, and I will struggle listening to that thing yeah. for the rest of the day. I yeah. mean, I will listen to like, what is it about this artist <laughs> that they like? I can't stand this music. And then there's something that'll happen. Yep. There's always something at some point in the song that I'll be like, oh, now that was oh. nice. And all you need is one moment that you can that you can. Uh, refer to with them and say, hey, yeah. I heard this and I really appreciated that and that artist. And that at least allows them to be like, you appreciated or you respected what I said enough to do your homework yeah. and now I'm willing to have a conversation. Yeah. And so I would just really stress for the parent who's like, I have an issue with who they're listening to, that is perfectly fine. But what leverage, the leverage you'll gain to have the conversation just requires you stopping and, and listening long enough to do the homework and yeah. then you'll have a reference point. I love that because what you're saying is that it's actually, even, it's actually not even about the music it's about the kid mm -hmm. it's not even about the artist and what they're saying it's about the your kid mm -hmm. and and when you make it about your kid you're always going to win yes you, know, you are um okay so second cue so that that's a cue for you parents who are like this is driving me crazy what do i do <laughs> now we're going to talk to the parents who maybe the parents are are all in and mm -hmm. and their 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 um their family is maybe the family is kind of in hip-hop culture but they're around other parents or maybe in a church that's not understanding like, gosh, I can't believe you let your kid listen to that. And I can't believe you, you know, and I would, I would even say probably for you, you've had moments where you've entered into churches or places where the majority of people there are not comfortable. Th th you're not even saying a bad word. They're not comfortable with the way you're yep. moving, the way the music sounds. Mm -hmm. How do you help them out? It sounds like the club. It sounds like the club. Like this isn't a club. Yeah. And I said, you know? oh, okay, we're in a tough place. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's where these kind of conversations come in handy. Yeah. I think it, that's where it starts with us remembering, okay, uh, unfortunately, we're up against uh, a media machine that has painted hip-hop in a certain light. Sure. And so we have to just take a moment and say, I understand where you're getting that perspective from. 
I love to have a conversation and maybe challenge it. Yeah. And I think we live in this information age where we say maybe you just haven't got the whole picture yet. And I think it's our jobs uh, to say, hey, let's just take a moment. Is all hip hop bad? Man, that's a great question. I always start. I yeah. start with it. Do you think? All hip-hop music is bad. Right. And most people just immediately know better than to say. They're sure. like, oh, I'm sure there's got to be good out there. Okay, so so let's not let's not just say, uh, let's not use a tone That's that makes good. it sound like it's all negative. Now we can begin a conversation of saying there is good hip-hop, which means we want to be able to find the good. So let's not just all typecast it and say that it's all negative. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Such a rich conversation. Oh, you need it. Thanks for hanging out with the parents. Come man. on. With the parents here at Parents. Shout team. out to mom and dad. Shout out to mom and dad. <laughs> Listen to this Holding in the Honda down, Odyssey. Come working on. hard. Yeah, they are. Could, could you, um, maybe maybe we'll have you back for this, but c- can you maybe pen a verse for us? If you, can, if you can pen a verse for the mom and the dad that are holding it down. I think Ooh, we, we pen a freestyle that. verse yeah, just right here. I mean, you can do it right here. Look, I mean, okay, you know? what would I say? Okay. Uh, oh, uh, now, how about I'm going to do it next time? I'm okay, gonna think, next I'm gonna think, time. I got, so, now so, you're making so, me, I'm like, I don't. So, so this is what we're going to do. Rap about mom this is, and dad. This is what we're going to do. So Joe, Joseph himself will be back on the podcast. It may just be an intro. That's he may it. not be a, a, you know, this is going to happen. I'm actually going to put the pedal to the metal here and make this happen within the next two episodes of whenever this thing comes out. Deal. There will be a verse with a beat Come on. to it. I mean, even if you, you do it with your hand, yep. you know, um, and it's going to encourage all you oh. positive radio listening, loving oh moms and dads. Like Tupac, dear mom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Sojo, thanks for hanging out with us. Really, really appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next time on Parent Q Live. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation between Carlos and our good friend, Joseph Sojourner. And I know that you're going to want to take advantage of this Parent Q, that you will listen to some music that might be you know, maybe it's something you wouldn't necessarily listen to otherwise, but just to kind of hear a little bit of the sound, the conversation, the voices, the messaging that your kids are listening to and maybe their friends are listening to. And then, hey, use that as an opportunity to start a conversation with your kids. Um, try that out this week just as a way for you to get into their world in a different level, maybe a different way that you haven't before. And if you want to get more from this episode, go check out the show notes at theparentq.org forward slash episode 85. That's theparentq.org forward slash 85, where you can find out things that Joseph was talking about, um, notes from today, quotes from today, ways to share about today's episode. And also head on over to our Facebook community where you can connect with other parents just like yourself to talk about some of the conversations we've been having here on the podcast, on the blog, through the app, any of the ways that you've connected with Parent Q. We want to stay engaged with you. So don't forget to join our Facebook community. This is Kristen Ivey, and I will see you next week at the Parent Q podcast. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us on Parent Q Live. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and follow us at Parent Q.